You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready to be challenged to reset your faith so that God can take you from where you are to where He wants you to be? Hallelujah. Well, let's do the declaration. Please stand to your feet. If you're visiting with us for the very first time, we declare the Word of God before we minister the Word of God. Amen. So are you ready to declare the Word of God? Just follow on the overhead with us. One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept His sacrifice on the cross and His resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to His Word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the Word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Tell them, keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Amen. Yes, as Christians, we should be the happiest people on this earth, on this planet. Amen. I'm not saying you're not going through some challenges. You could be going through some challenges, but you can still have joy on the inside. Amen. Sometimes I think we forget as Christians, we know the last chapter of the whole story. It's victory for all of us. Amen. It's victory for all of us. So we should live in that same way. Amen. I want to share a message today concerning the Word of God. Let God act in you. Sometimes we want to take control of our lives, but we should surrender to God's plans and His purposes. Are you ready to activate the Word of God in your life? Turn to the person next to you and say, are you ready to activate the Word of God in your life? This Word cannot fail because if this Word fails, God fails. This Word has got healing power. It's got deliverance power. It's got sanctification power. This Word is God Himself. The Word became flesh and manifested. And when it manifested, we could see its glory. As of the only begotten, full of grace, grace upon grace. Jesus came to this earth to treat us and deal with us better than what we deserve. God has got His part to play, and we have our part to play. It's not all up to you, but it's definitely not all up to God. Amen? Sometimes we just think, God, do it. You have your part to play. Are you ready to activate the Word of God? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 1. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So this Word is God. Amen? He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Family, listen to me. Whatever you see was created and made through a word that God spoke. What kind of future are you creating for yourself through the words that you are declaring and speaking over yourself? Everything that was created was a word that God spoke. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Wow. Light expels darkness. In whatever situation that you are facing right now, difficulty, challenge, whatever you want to call it, a problem, you know, sometimes we are so sensitive not to call a problem a problem. Am I talking to the right people here? You think if you call it a problem, it's going to get bigger. Am I talking? <laughs> you know, sometimes people get so oversensitive and full of religion even when they're just praying. Am I praying now correctly? Have I got the order right? The most important thing is, do you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you have a relationship with God? Are you connected with Him? Because if you know Him and you have a revelation of who He is, everything changes immediately. David said, in the time of trouble, He will deliver me. Sometimes just call trouble, trouble. When God was busy creating and there was darkness and no form. It was void. What was the first thing that he did? He said, let there be light. So in your darkness, in your difficulty, declare light. Actually, what God the Father did there at that very moment, we think he said, let the sun shine. No, he didn't. The sun, light, day and night, was only created on, verse, uh, I think, verse 5. What he was declaring in this moment is what we are reading here. The light of the world. He spoke Jesus into that situation. He said, let there be light. That's what we do. The song that we are singing, I speak Jesus over my family. I speak Jesus. When you are doing that, you are declaring light and light expels darkness. The blessing is greater than the curse. And sometimes we live so much in fear of a curse, and don't water it down, but a curse really is where God is not present. And to be blessed is where God is present. Ichabod, the presence of God has departed. But when God's presence is, there you are blessed. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Why was Adam blessed in the beginning? Because he was clothed with the glory of God. He was clothed with the presence of God. 
And God has come to restore that back to us, to be linked up with God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So when you are linked up with God, you're linked up with light, you're linked up with blessing, you're blessed with every blessing that's in Christ Jesus. But what are you declaring? What are you saying? So we want God to act in us. You know, it's like getting the manual of a car. And you've got the best and the fastest car in the whole world. But you've not read the manual. And now you jump in the car, and you think, this is the fastest car. Let me put it in racing. And now you start driving. It's not going as fast as it's supposed to go. You get what I'm saying? Read the manual. Sometimes... We are doing what we're not supposed to do and we're asking questions, God, where are you? Why am I not moving fast? Why am I moving backwards? Because sometimes we follow our own mind, our own way, instead of just seeing what this manual is saying about our lives. Just go on a few chapters more to chapter 15. This one. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may be more fruit. Who of you have been going through a pruning season? Let me see. Come on, be honest. A pruning season. God is doing it because he wants you to bear more fruit. He's not angry with you. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Some of you are battling with condemnation and guilt of things of the past. And God says, you're already clean. I've declared the word, you are clean. Believe it. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. God says, this is how it's going to work. When we are linked up, I'm in you, you in me. Without me, you can do nothing. Let me put it in another way for you. When God is your source, you cannot fail. When God is your source, you cannot fail. Whatever comes against you, call it darkness. If that darkness wants to press against you, darkness is not going to go away, but the light will always expel the darkness. If people are saying negative things about you, cursing you, declaring negative things about you, don't take it too hard because the blessing is greater than the curse. A matter of fact, the book of Lamentations, I know the book of Proverbs says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Be careful what you say because we'll live according to that. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you believe in your heart, you will declare and say. But the book of Lamentations says, who can say something? Who can declare it if God has not approved it? 
you need to say a big amen. amen. Because some of you are listening more to what people are saying about you than what the Word of God is saying about you. Just go there quickly. Lamentations 3. Let me just show it to you because... Verse 37. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? So let me tell you something. People can say what they want. Do you know what people have said about me? I'm not even going to quote it because I don't take it to heart. Because it's what God has said about me that's the most important thing. A matter of fact, if you know God has called you to do something, if you know God has called you to do something, whether an evangelist or do counseling or help or be a financial channel or whatever. If you know God has given you a word, I want you to help, be a blessing. Let me just tell you something. There'll be a time in your life where you will be the only person that will believe it. And that's the time when you have to hold on to the word of God. When you know God spoke to you and said, let me... Be a financial channel. Let me just use that. God spoke to you. I'm going to use you as a financial channel to advance the kingdom of God, to do a lot of things. You're so excited. God, I've got this word. And the next, mon the next month, your business does this. <sighs> Am I talking to the right people? <laughs> I'm going to use you to counsel people. Do marriage counseling. God gives you revelation, and then your own marriage is going through a challenging time. Am I talking to the right people here? I'm going to build a business, and now suddenly people in your business, they start doing their own thing, doing damage to your business. It's at that time when you have to hold on to the Word of God. And know that that word that God has spoken, that one word, is enough to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. To continue to confess that and to declare that. Because God wants to act in us and through us and with us. When the doctor gave the report that we will never have children... We had a report like that, Belinda and myself. The reality is, that's the facts. That's a medical doctor that have studied that gave us that report. And here I'm reading the word of God in Romans, and God says, who contrary to, in ho who contrary to hope, in hope believed, and he became the father of hope. And, I'm, and he says, your firstborn will be a girl, and you have to call her hope. Thank you, Jesus. And I just started holding on to that one word, and I would confess it, and I would declare it. And you know, let me tell you something. You can read it in my book. We had to wait five years before that actually happened. That's 60 months. 60 months of disappointments. Not having my wife fall pregnant. Holding on to, who contrary to hope in hope. Turn to the person next to you and say, sometimes you have to hold on to that word. 
Why was it five years? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe God was just preparing us to, to get ready. I don't know. Then I'm grateful for other people that waited 10 years and I waited five years. Amen. I think, wow, wonderful faith. 10-year faith, that is wonderful. God bless you. But then I've got my own things where I had to wait 10 years. And when I tell people about that, I say, no, please not. Never compare yourself to others, but allow the Word of God to work in you and through you. When we think about this wonderful God that we serve, the Jesus that we worship, faith should be stirred up on the inside of you. God sent Jesus to this earth with no assurance that any of us would accept him. Just with the assignment to come and die for our sins. No assurance. But he knew he gave the answer. He made a way. And now that's become the only way. Can I tell you what is the key? The key is in verse 4. If you abide in me and I abide in you. You have to abide in this word and you have to allow the word of God to abide in you. This is when the problem has been made very simple. I think it's difficult. Everything these days, people make things so complicated. This word is very simple. A wise man, a wise woman does not just read this, but they do it. That's it. Not just listening and reading, but doing. Observing and doing. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, don't make it complicated. Can I tell you something? If you hear the word of God, if you sit here and you hear the word of God, but you do not do it, it simply means that you are controlled by your senses, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, and not by the word of God. If I say the word of God, forgive your brother, and you sitting there and you saying, I'm not going to accept that word with meekness because now you know you have to go to your brother and make right. You're listening more to how you are feeling. He's hurt me. He's offended me. He's wronged me. You're letting your senses, what you see, what you feel, what you hear, overrule the word of God. And God will never overrule your free will because you're a free moral agent. You decide. So if you want God to act in you, if you want this word to abide in you, James says you have to receive this with meekness into your heart, which is able to save your soul. To trust this word and to step out, that's faith. Faith sees the invisible. It believes the impossible, but it receives the incredible. You have to step out in faith. Today, by the grace of God, we have hope. And a year and two weeks later, we had Jaden, means God has heard. Amen. <laughs> our faith, listen to me, our faith 
should always be in what God has done on the cross. Your faith should be in what God has done. Paul said that I may know him and him crucified, that I may know what he did on the cross. He was bruised. He was chastised. Every fundamental problem that we can face, every challenge, Christ died for it on the cross. So if you want God to act in you, work in you, with you, through you, it's the work on the cross. I'm not going to preach on it, but Paul actually said the answer, Galatians 2 verse 20, I've been crucified with Christ. Many times you're going to have to die to yourself and let Christ live in you. You're going to have to do what Jesus wants to do and not what you want to do. If your faith is based upon your senses, it's very easy to get deceived. It's very easy to get pulled in the wrong direction. It's very easy to make wrong decisions if your faith is based on your senses, what I see, what I hear, what I feel. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3. When I read this, it sends shockwaves through my body. It says, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by the craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. How did she get deceived? Her mind was corrupted. Just think for one minute. She's in a sinless environment. It's a sinless environment. There's nothing contaminated there. But a lie, a wrong kind of a question, did God say? Did God say? Making her think, you know what? You're not like God. You should be like God. And she stepped into the trap, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Everything she saw was hers. Everything she wanted was there. She was already like God. There's a whole sermon just in that. How the enemy comes and asks certain questions to deceive us. And that's why we have to allow God's word to be the standard in our lives. Verse 4. But if he who comes preaches another Jesus, if he who comes to you preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit... Wow. Or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. I'm thinking, Paul, you're getting a bit heartless here. Where's the love? Where's the passion? He says, if somebody comes to you and preaches to you a different Jesus, a different spirit, and a different gospel... Don't put up with it. But if you want to accept it, then put up with it and don't complain. It's not a matter of combining Christ's strength, Jesus' strength with anything else. But it's totally relying upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I have one amen? amen. Family, listen to me. In this time, 
and season that we are living in is not combining our strength, our culture, the way that we do things with what the Bible says. It's this way. This is the word. This is the standard. Our obedience to the word of God is the only proof of our faith. In the last days, can I just say, in the last days, the warning is that many will become deceived. Many will start to listen to wrong doctrines, doctrines of demons. Maybe I should preach on that, the doctrine of demons. And you'll be shocked how many times people are participating in things which are not of God. Jesus is the way. He says, I am the true vine. You are the branches. He says, I am life. I am the way. I am light. Can I tell you what's going to be the greatest attack? People would want to show us another way. Jesus plus something. Light plus something. There's no combining light with darkness. If we want God to work in us and through us, we have to rely upon Him completely. He is the way. He is life. He is light. When you allow that into your life, Paul said, in Him we live and move and have our being. He was actually saying, without Him, I cannot live, I cannot move, I cannot have my being. Turn to the person next to you say, the gospel is simple. Can I tell you what's the simplicity of the gospel? If you know it, but you don't do it, you cannot bring Jesus on the scene. If you know it, but you don't do it, you cannot bring Jesus on the scene. So if I know I must forgive, but I keep on hardening my heart, how can there be forgiveness? But as Christ has forgiven me, when I say, as Christ has forgiven me, I'm going to forgive, now Christ comes on the scene and he helps me and he manifests his strength in my weakness. And even though I'm angry, even though I'm hurt, even though I'm offended, I can come and say, Lord, please forgive me. And as you have forgiven me, I can forgive. I can help. It's the word dwelling in us. Just go to um, John 15 verse 7 quickly. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Wow. What is it that you desire? What is it that you want God to do in your life? He says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you will ask and it will be done. When we act upon the word of God, it gives God the opportunity to heal, to deliver, to help, to cause breakthrough. 
That's what happens. When you read this, act upon it immediately. You'll see what unusual miracles God will do. Are you ready to act upon the Word of God? Are you ready to activate the Word of God? My Father in the Lord said, Idle words may entertain men, but they do not reach God. And what a danger if there is no corresponding action. If you say it, do it. If you want to possess your promised land, what did God say to Joshua? Meditate upon the word of God. Let it be in your mouth. Let it be in your heart. Observe it to do it. Don't just talk it. Do it. Faith without works is dead. When you give the word, Jesus, the rightful place here in your heart, you're declaring that he is Lord, that he is God. A matter of fact, when you allow the word into your heart, you're allowing light into your heart. You're allowing blessing into your heart. When you abide in him and he abides in you, you're establishing the lordship of Christ in your heart by receiving this into your heart with meekness. Then the gospel becomes simple. I am the way, I am the truth, I am life. I am the way, I am the truth, I am life. That's it. No other way. That's the way. Now when we pray, pray is a reality. You're not just talking. You're connecting with God. When you declare this word, this word cannot come back void. When you decide and you decree it, it will be established for you. That's what the Bible says. Do you know why many people do not have today? It's because they do not ask. There's a spiritual mysticism that God will just do everything. But he said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, that I will do. He says, when you abide in me and I abide in you, whatever you desire, what you ask, that I will do. But because people have lost hope in that the word actually works, they don't ask anymore. They don't even want to pray. It's the doer of the word that will see the results. Ephesians 3, verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. God wants to do far more abundantly above whatever you could think, whatever you could dream, whatever you ask. When last did you ask God for something big? says, ask of me, the nations. Ask. Ask. It's what you ask of the Father in the name of Jesus. That's what he will do. One of the secrets. Here's one of the secrets. Where does he say glory where? In the church. 
glory in the church. We don't realize the importance of the church. A living church where Jesus Christ is the head, is the reservoir of God's power. Everything that God is going to do, everything great, unusual that He's going to do, is in and through the church. That's how He operates. Unfortunately, there are many people with great callings that have disconnected themselves from the church that will never fulfill their full potential because they're not linked to the body of Christ. You're shocked. That's the facts. I can have the smartest thumb that can do the greatest tricks, whatever, that make you laugh and whatever. But if this is disconnected, it cannot function anymore because this needs the hand, needs the arm, needs the elbow, needs the shoulder. That's the way that God has made us, to be connected. That's why the greatest attack is against the church. When you know God has planted you in a church to be a counselor, to be a helper, to be an usher, to serve in a department, to be a financial channel, to help, to serve, I mean, whatever. The enemy would want you to get offended so that you would disconnect and not be a part. If the enemy can get you to move from a church Every two to three years, you can never build strong relationships. We've got this thing, we are deceived in our minds where we think the more sermons I can listen, the more conferences I can attend, the more spiritual I will be. No, that just means you've got more knowledge. That's the problem in the church. We're educated beyond our obedience. But once you become part of a family, then you can serve. That's the secret. Connect to a team. Discover your dream, your gifts, and serve in a dream team. If this hand wants to help everywhere else, but it's not helping here, what does it benefit? I'm the pastor of this church. If you only see me every two months here preaching to you, how much can I pastor and shepherd you? Does those rules only count for me? No. How much can I shepherd you if you... And that is the plan of the enemy to deceive you, to disconnect you. Can I have one amen? Well, the good news is the fact that you are here in church this morning means that you're a doer of the word. Amen. So turn to the person next to you and say, I'm a doer of the word. <laughs> and you, you're a doer of the word <laughs> because you're in church today. <laughs> Amen. You're not neglecting the assembly of the saints. Don't get so serious. You know, I've had some people tell me, I come to church just to be here because the Spirit of God is here, the presence of God is here, and it lifts that heaviness off me. And that's what it's really all about. I need you like you need me. I need you like you need me. So, sometimes people wonder, why can we make certain statements and be sure that God is going to do it? It's because God said it. And if you believe it, you can declare it. If you believe it, you can declare it. Corinthians says, 2 Corinthians 6, 2 says, In an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day 
of salvation. Turn to the person next to you and say, your day of salvation is today. Say, your day of deliverance is today. Your day of breakthrough is today. When we come and we believe that, Christ will strike at the root immediately and deal with that root immediately. And if you believe that, you'll see the manifestation will come. The fruit, if there's bad fruit manifesting and the root is dealt with, the fruit will fall off. Amen? But Christ will deal with it today. Oftentimes when people come for marriage counseling and say, please help us, we need some counseling, we need some guidance, I say, perfect, I will, I, we can help, we can assist. Just one condition. This has to be the standard. And let me just tell you something. When it comes to your children, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to your business, whatever area, if you make this the standard, we can assure success. We can assure success. Because God's word cannot fail without God failing himself. And God cannot fail. The thing is, are we prepared to make God's word the standard for our lives? But when we do that, I've seen the worst of situations change. Things that seemed impossible became possible. When light, this light, was declared into a situation, when this light was accepted into a situation, things started to change. Your sad song can become a happy song. Your song of disappointment will become a song of success. Amen? I'm going to conclude, and then we're going to pray. It was part of our declarations. Colossians says, 127 says, To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does that mean? Christ in you, the hope of glory. It means there is a mustard seed deposited on the inside of you. Christ, the hope of glory. In our hearts, we are made to be like God. There's enough word in you to change your situation. There's enough mustard seed faith on the inside of you to remove any mountain. Any mountain. God has deposited faith on the inside of you before you were saved. Ephesians 2, 8 says, by grace you have been saved through faith. Am I right? By grace we are saved through faith. Where did you get that faith? Where did you get that faith to get saved? Christ deposited it on the inside of you. So whether you like it or not, faith is something you have. Whether you activate it or not, that's your decision. But as soon as a man confesses with his mouth and he believes with his heart, because confession is made with our mouths unto salvation, but with our hearts we believe unto righteousness. Who makes us righteous? Christ Jesus. The hope of glory that's been deposited on the inside of you already to remove a mountain of sin, to remove any mountain that you are facing right now. We activate our faith 
by starting to speak it, by starting to declare it. Amen? So whatever you are facing, whatever you are facing, turn to the person next to you, say, your sad song will today turn into a happy song. Tell them again, say, your sad song will become a happy song in Jesus' mighty name. You're not going to walk around like a victim anymore, but like a victor. Amen? All failures will turn into success. Yes, give the Lord a hand. You know, somebody that's defeated, they have a walk. Are you going to make it? Uh, Jesus is going to help me. Walk like this. But when you know things are going to change now, you know, your kids, when they want something and they don't have money, they walk in a certain way. But give them that credit card and say, okay, it's fine. Go buy it. That whole walk, everything changes. I mean, the, <laughs> the Bible says you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus already. So when you know that, let your walk change. Let your attitude change. Let your confession change. Amen. Please stand to your feet. I want to pray over you. Please stand to your feet. Precious Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, let this message settle in their hearts by your grace in Jesus' mighty name. Father, Lord, I want to pray for your sons and your daughters right now. I want to come against anything that will stand against them, Father, the promises that you have given them, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, destroy any hindrance that the enemy has placed against them and their promises in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Come, you have, to have, you have to play your part. Amen. Father, right now I command in Jesus' mighty name. Everything that's been coming against your people, turn it around for their good in Jesus' mighty name, Father. And we thank you for that. Anything that the enemy has used to come against them, Father, destroy it right now. The walls of Jericho, let it come down right now in Jesus' mighty name. I command every giant, every wall, every hindrance to fall right now, to bow the knee before the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. Are you ready to speak to some giants? Amen. Are you ready to speak to some giants? Ah, hallelujah. Are you ready to speak to some giants? Amen. Are you angry with the giants? Yes. You know God has helped you with the lion. God has helped you with the bear. Now we're going to face and deal with giants. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to deal with giants. Are you ready? Amen. So right now, begin to speak to your giants. Whatever that giant is, whatever that hindrance is, begin to speak to that giant. Say, giant, you will not succeed in Jesus' mighty name. You will not succeed in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, speak to that giant and say, loose your grip in Jesus' mighty name. Loose your grip in Jesus' mighty name. Loose your grip in my life. Loose your grip in my family. Loose your grip in my career. Loose your grip in the lives of my children. In Jesus' mighty name, you giant. I speak to you. Say, loose your grip. Loose your grip. In my life. In my family. In my career. In the lives of my children. Loose your grip right now. Loose your grip right now. Loose your grip right now in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Every power that wants to steal, kill, and destroy in my life, be exposed. 
be exposed. Curse that. Say, I curse everything that wants to come into my life to steal, kill, and destroy. Be exposed. Be exposed. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes, Lord. I lose all forms of hurt. I lose all forms. Be loosed in Jesus' mighty name. Bitterness in my heart. I dispel it right now in the mighty mighty name name. of Jesus. I dispel it right now and I declare healing over my heart in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Okay, listen to me, family. You're going to have to do your part. So it's wonderful to lose hurts. It's wonderful to lose resentment. It's wonderful to to, to lose bitterness and offense. But can I tell you, there's actually only one way to get rid of that, and that's to repent. That's to repent. Amen? The way back to God is to repent. So let me hear you pray. Say, most merciful God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I confess before you and the heavenly host that I've sinned. I've sinned in thoughts. I've sinned in thoughts. I've sinned in words. And I've sinned in deeds. Forgive me my sin. Forgive me my sins. And heal me, O Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sin. In Jesus' mighty name. Do you know what you are doing right now? Did you hear what you prayed? You said, forgive me my sins and forgive me my sin. Do you know what's the difference? The sins are the things that you commit, are the things that you do wrong. Lord, forgive me my sins. The sin is that which is at work on the inside of you. Amen. You want God to disconnect you from both of those. Amen. Let me hear you say, say, Precious Father, let your blood speak for me. Let your blood speak for me. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Precious Father. Precious Father, Precious Father, give me a vision. Give me a vision of a good future. Of my good future. Give me a vision of my good future. My good future. And impart to me impart to the me strength to the endure strength. to the end. Amen. Impart in my heart Amen. the strength to endure to the end. Amen. Father, Father. Jesus, Jesus, open my eyes to see. 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 Beyond the challenges I face. Beyond the challenges, Beyond the I challenges face. my family faces. Family Beyond faces. the challenges my marriage faces. My marriage faces. Beyond the challenges my children face. Open my eyes to see your way in Jesus' mighty name. Father, right now, say I command your light. I command your light. Say I command your light. I command your Light. Into, my life. into my life for in your light, for in your light there's life. Is life say it again so I command your light, I command your light. Into, my life. into my life for in your light, in your light there's life. life expel all shades of darkness expel all shades of darkness expel all shades of darkness 
in Jesus' mighty name. Say, Jesus, I want to be a doer of your word. I want to be a doer of your word. I want to be a doer of your word. Open my heart to faith. Open my heart to faith. In your holy name I pray. I'm ready to obey your words. Act in me that my thoughts will be holy. Act in me that my words will be holy. Act in me that my deeds will be holy. Pray it again. Say, act in me that my thoughts will be holy. Act in me that my words will be holy. Act in me that my deeds will be holy. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, give me the kind of faith, give me the kind of faith you, need you need to meet all my needs. To meet all my needs. Say it again. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus give, me give me the kind of faith, the you, need kind of faith you need to meet all my needs. To meet all your needs. In Jesus' in name. In Jesus' mighty name. Pray, let every doubt in my heart. 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 Be turned into faith right now. Be turned into in faith Jesus right now. Mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Mighty name. Let Jesus every unbelief name. in my heart be turned into faith. Into in faith. Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty in name. Jesus mighty name. In Lord Jesus. Jesus. Increase my capacity. Amen. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity, Jesus, to believe in the mighty name of Jesus. To believe in the powerful name of Jesus. To believe in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, Father. Father. I command every closed door. 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 Of mercy to open. Of mercy to open. Of mercy to open. Of mercy to open. In Jesus' mighty name. I command every closed door of breakthrough. 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 To open in Jesus' mighty name. Father, right now. Father, right now. I command every closed door of favor. I command every closed door of favor. To open in Jesus' name. To open in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Son of David. Son of David. Son of David. Son of David. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on my family. Have mercy on my family. Son of David, have mercy on my children. Have mercy on my children. Son of David, son of David, have mercy on my marriage. Have mercy on my marriage. Son of David, son of David, have mercy on my business. Have mercy on my business. Son of David, son of David, have mercy on our country. Have mercy on our country. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, precious Father. Precious Father. Thank you. Thank for you. lifting me up. For lifting me up. Every time I stumble. Every time I stumble. Every time I stumble. Every time in I stumble. Jesus' mighty name. Say it again. Say, precious Father. Precious Father. Thank you for lifting me up. Thank you for lifting me up. Every time. Every time. I stumble. I stumble. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For not allowing my enemies. For not allowing my enemies. To triumph over to me. To triumph over me. To triumph over me. To triumph over me. And rejoice over and me. And rejoice over me. Say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For not allowing. For not allowing my enemies. My enemies to triumph over to me. To triumph over me. To rejoice over to me. To rejoice over me. Say right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. I continue to receive divine favor. I continue to receive divine favor in my life. In my life. In my family. In my family. In my career. In my career. In my marriage. In my marriage. In Jesus' in mighty Jesus name. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's pray it again. Say, precious Father. Precious Father. Right now. Right now. I continue to receive continue divine to favor. Receive 
divine favor. Divine favor. Divine favor. In my business. In my business. I continue to receive divine favor. I continue to receive divine favor. In my career. In my career. I continue to receive divine favor. I continue to receive divine favor. For my marriage. For my marriage. Divine favor for my children. Divine favor for my children. Divine favor for my church. Divine favor for our church. Divine favor for our city. Divine favor for our city. Divine favor for our nation. Divine favor for our nation. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Establish a stronghold. Establish a stronghold. Establish a stronghold of stronghold your love. Of your love. Establish a stronghold of your love in my life. Amen. In my family. In my family. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty Precious name. Precious Father. Manifest your strength in my weakness, Amen. Lord. Amen. Manifest your Manifest strength, your strength in, in my weakness, weakness, Lord. Manifest your strength in my weakness, Lord. Manifest your strength in my weakness, and oh Lord. And do something extraordinary. Do and something, do extraordinary. something extraordinary in my life. Say, do something extraordinary do in my something life, extraordinary Jesus. In, my life, oh Jesus. in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In do Jesus something extraordinary, Lord, in this church. In Jesus' mighty name. Do something extraordinary Jesus in South name. Africa. In yes, Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus', in mighty, Jesus name. mighty name. Father, cover me with your mercy. Cover me with your mercy. Say it again. Cover me with your mercy. Cover me with your mercy. Cover me with your favor. Cover me with your favor. Cover me with your grace. Cover me with your grace. Cover me with your blood. Cover me with your blood. Cover me with your righteousness. Cover me with your righteousness. Every avenue flowing into my life. Every avenue flowing into my life. Cover it with your blood. Cover me with your blood. Cover it with your mercy. Cover me with your mercy. Cover it with your favor. Cover me with your favor. Cover it with your righteousness. Cover me with your righteousness. I'm linked up with God. 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 Defeat and failure. Defeat and failure. Are things of the past. Are things of the past. I'm walking with the I'm Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the I'm Lord. Walking with the I Lord. declare who I am in Christ. I declare who I am in Christ. I'm saved. I'm saved. Jesus is my Jesus savior. Jesus is my savior. I'm healed. I'm healed. Jesus is Jesus my, is my healer. healer. I'm delivered. I'm, I'm delivered. Jesus is my deliverer. Jesus is my deliverer. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Jesus is my provider. Jesus is my provider. I'm linked up with I'm God. With God. Defeat, and failure Defeat and failure are things of the, are past. Things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 And everybody said, Amen. Make a loud full noise, a joyful noise. If you believe God has heard you. We've not come to put a thousand to flight. We've come to put 10,000 to flight. Amen. Not just a thousand, 10,000. We are more than two here coming in agreement. Where two or more agree upon anything, it shall be done. Turn to the person next to you, say it's done. Say it's done. It's done. Turn to the person on the other side, say whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. If you believe that, make a joyful noise. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Family, when we come and we ask in faith, it's done. Amen. I need you like you need me. That's why we come to church. That's why we come together as the body of Christ. Because this is the reservoir of God's power. When Jesus Christ is the head, 
We come and we bow the knee and we ask the Father in His name, will He not surely act on our behalf? Amen. Right there where you are, I want to put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray aloud after me. Say, Precious Father. Say, Precious Father. I've come to you with a humble heart to ask for forgiveness. I ask, Lord, forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me and that He's alive right now making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life well acceptable in your sight. I am now a child of the Most High God in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Well, if you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, your sins are forgiven, your past is over. The advice that I can give you is don't talk about your past anymore. Past is Egypt, a place of bondage, but God is taking us out of Egypt, bringing us to the promised land. Amen. The best way to grow spiritually, number one, connect to a team. Get planted, submitted, and committed in a church. Amen. Number two, discover your gifts the dream that God has placed on the inside and then use that and serve in a dream team. Amen. When you do those basic simple things, you'll find yourself growing spiritually. You'll find people next to you iron sharpening iron, but you'll also find somebody next to you that when you come and you say, let's agree two or more, let's pray about something, their strength becomes your strength and your strength becomes their strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Has your faith been lifted? Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Well, before we go on, let me just bless our viewers. I want to say thank you to those that have joined us via the internet or any other media platform. Trust that this message has encouraged you, that this prayer has just lifted up your faith to a new level. Go out and go be a blessing. Use your strength to strengthen somebody in this week, and we'll see you next week. Same time in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.